Good morning, I'm Jake Sherman, and this is the Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Monday, November 29th, 2021. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines for the day. Number one, the month ahead. Number two, how Kevin McCarthy handles Marjorie Taylor Greene. And number three, digging deeper. So let's start off with a happy Monday. The Senate returns today. The House is back tomorrow. We're back in the Capitol today, and happy Hanukkah to those who are celebrating, even to those who are not. <laughs> At the risk of being repetitive here, December is shaping up to be a complete nightmare for Congress. Think back to 2010 when the Bush tax cuts expired or 2012 for the with the uh, fiscal cliff. Those seem like, you know, uh, child's play, simpler, happier times for Congress and for uh, the government ahead of what we have here. We have government funding running out at the end of this week. The debt limit, the National Defense Authorization Act, Build Back Better Act, the January 6th committee and executive branch nominations. Um, these are all issues that require near immediate action. There's a good chance the BBB could slip into 2022. We'll have to see. And the Omicron variant is is spreading quick in the U.S. We don't see anything immediately that Congress will have to do, but uh, you never know. Number one, government funding. This is the top priority. Remember, funding expires on Friday. House leaders will introduce a stopgap funding bill through January 21st or January 28th. This will be introduced Tuesday. This is news. Um, a floor vote is possible Wednesday, so uh, buckle up. Then Schumer, Chuck Schumer, the Senate Majority Leader, needs to get agreement with uh, Mitch McConnell. That's not expected to be a big disaster. We don't anticipate a, a shutdown, but you know, you never know. There are some outstanding issues that need to be dealt with before this is finalized. There's funding for unaccompanied children taken into U.S. custody at the border, uh, Afghan refugee money, all sorts of um not ancillary issues, but funding issues that need to be taken care of. Then we have the debt limit. Uh, Janet Yellen told congressional leaders last month that she has a, quote, high degree of confidence the government could pay its bills through December 15th. That's just a little bit more than two weeks away. Um, but we don't know how they're going to do it, what legislative mechanism they're going to use. What's notable to us is there's no incendiary language from Mitch McConnell and Senate Republicans right now. But it's early. Number three, the BBB. This is a huge policy challenge. We all have we've we've discussed this a million times. We know about this. We know about what the um, uh, uh, outstanding issues are: Medicare expansion, uh, salt language, immigration. Here's some news from us this morning. Senate Democratic aides will huddle with the parliamentarians' office today. Uh, there are more bipartisan sessions expected this week. That is all about immigration. Immigration is a huge issue in the reconciliation package, the BBB package. So you're going to have to keep an eye on that. We'll be keeping an eye on that as well. The NDAA, um, the Senate's currently debating this legislation, and there's a cloture vote scheduled already for today. That has to happen this month. The NDAA has passed every year for the last six decades. So uh, Congress doesn't want to uh, doesn't want to screw up that deadline. Some news on the January 6th investigation. The House could vote as early as this week on criminal contempt referrals to DOJ for uh, uh, Mark Meadows and former justice official Jeffrey Clark. Meadows and Clark have refused to comply with subpoenas. We have to see what they decide, but this is something they have to deal with. Um, put together, again, just an absolutely crazy month that we are going to be all over and keeping a very, very close eye on. Number two, the headline of the day, what the latest MTG episode says about McCarthy's bid for speaker. Marjorie Taylor Greene said on Matt Gates's podcast that McCarthy doesn't have the votes to be uh, a speaker. 
Now, it's very early. We just take this with a huge grain of salt, but McCarthy didn't take it with a grain of salt. He tweeted this. She tweeted this. Marjorie Taylor Greene by Friday just got off a good call with GOP leader. We spent time about solving problems not only in the conference, but for our country. I like what he has planned ahead. Now, this isn't MTG endorsing McCarthy, but um, it's a, a sign about how quickly McCarthy looks to put down challenges to his leadership. It's worth noting that MTG's chief of staff is Ed Buckham. Buckham was a major figure in the Tom DeLay era. He was swept up a little bit in the Jack Abramoff scandal. His lobbying career imploded after that. Um, listen, Green's biggest complaints right now is that he wants, she wants, uh, Liz Cheney and Adam Kinziger off of their, out of the Republican conference and John Catton go to lose his ranking membership of the Homeland Security Committee. McCarthy has to deal with all of this, but listen, here's how McCarthy views this. Um, he believes that there shouldn't be infighting in the Republican Party when Democrats are in such a perilous political position. Cheney and Kinziger are likely to be out of Congress the next um, the next uh, uh, next year, next Congress in 2023. That's a year after next, obviously. Um, and uh, Katko is going to have to make his his case to be chairman of the Homeland Security Committee if Republicans take the majority. Far from a sure thing. So this is just an example about how McCarthy deals with. Uh, MTG and deals with with uh, uh, challenges to his leadership. Of course, MTG and Lauren Boebert have had some pretty um, racist and incendiary behavior over the last couple months. McCarthy has been mostly permissive of that, to be honest with you, and and that's something that people will judge him on. And it's pretty pretty gross behavior. They call MTG and Boebert call. Um, uh, the squad, the Jihad squad, because Ilhan Omar and Rashida Tlaib are in it. They're both Muslims. McCarthy has been mostly, you know, he hasn't punished them for that. He's pushed back on on efforts to punish them for that. So um, you have, we'll have to keep an eye on this because, frankly, uh, their votes will be needed to make McCarthy speaker. And uh, this is the kind of the... the uh, unfolding drama in the Republican conference. Of course... Uh, Donald Trump is the main is the main uh, question mark for Kevin McCarthy. Uh, if if Trump doesn't want McCarthy as speaker, then that's going to be tough for Trump, for McCarthy to overcome. But that's a long way away. Number three, digging deeper. This is a quick note that we have. Uh, House Republicans traveled to Glasgow, Scotland earlier this month to to attend the. COP26 Climate Conference. McCarthy spoke about this publicly. Now we know who's behind it. That was the Climate Solutions Foundation, which shelled out thousands of dollars to send House Republicans overseas. The Republicans who went include Andrew Garbarino, Garrett Graves, John Curtis, and Dan Crenshaw. Some staff also went. And in Punchbowl News this morning, we have a filing from um, the trip that details the itinerary and a bunch of costs. Uh, quick note today, Joe Biden will speak about the Omicron variant from the Roosevelt Room. He's meeting with his COVID advisors. This is going to be a major, major uh, storyline over the next couple weeks. With that, leave us a rating and review. Smash that follow button. You could subscribe to Punchbowl News at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe.